Lady girls and gentle boys, welcome back to the Thigh Gap Podcast. It's the episode 212 in the year 2020. My name is Bogus Noog and with me is Being Brute. Welcome Being Brute to the final episode of season 1. Wow, what a surprise. I know. You surprised me too along with your audience. It's the season finale people. Uh this is the episode 22. It's the season finale of season 1 of the Thigh Gap podcast. How are you all guys doing? We hope you're all doing good. In a very emotional emotional moment of truth. And also eventful years it has been and it's not yeah. even done yet. Yeah. Um even our good city of Hyderabad has been unfortunately touched a lot by 2020 of yeah. late um mm-hmm. shout out to all those people who are affected by the floods yeah, guys f- affected and they're working to bring things back to normal let let us reassure you guys that we are all safe we're doing well yeah thankfully oh, thankfully touchwood and uh, sincerely we have we're praying out for all those people who have been impacted by the floods I think the last big floods in Hyderabad was exactly 20 years back yeah. in 2000 yeah where once again it was a similar problem mm-hmm. where they let out the water from tank burned and that kind of created the ruckus uh right going forward like we can expect this pretty much every year now with the way ah uh, I don't know let's not go into that let's yeah. not like unnecessarily no because what I've observed at least is uh from periods of a uh, steady rainfall we've slowly been moving towards shorter periods of heavier rainfall have you noticed that yeah uh i've i've been noticing a lot bogus yeah like starting from how your hair is whitening to you know your torso circumference mm-hmm. but uh, i like i said i don't want to go i don't want to have any negativity in our season finale okay let's not go into what is like oh every year this disaster will happen Oh, all that let's not go into it yeah. what we'll definitely go into mm-hmm. is yes the instagram handle it's at underscore thigh gap and the twitter handle it is at thigh gap and we'll obviously check out facebook uh, if you want to it's uh, thigh gap it is and but most importantly mm-hmm. the father of all social handles right our email id it is mindthigap@gmail.com Whoa, that's what people should get into to get yeah. the juice of our season one. Yeah, we hope you write to us, especially now that the season one is yeah. ending. Now that we're going to shut up for some time, for nine weeks to be precise. To be very precise, mm-hmm. count the days, people. Yeah, nine weeks. Can you tell us how we came down to the math? Um, very randomly. People, yeah, absolutely <laughs> random. Like pulled it out of as the air. if as if we had math to everything that we did. Right. But nine weeks, yeah, nine weeks is a good break. And uh, then we'll be back for season two. Season two, which is going to be even better, mm. even awesomer. Yep. And yep. Uh, even longer. Yeah. Than season one. Well. Let's see. Let's see. Let's, let's see. see. Okay, let's not let's strike that out. Cut yeah. it out. Cut it out. Let's okay. not promise too much. Yeah, too much, too uh, much. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, but bogus. Mm. I mean, thanks for like telling me that this is the finale. Yep. After we started recording. Yes, exactly. Uh, which is very nice of you mm-hmm. to keep me in the dark. 
అండ్ ఐ స్టిల్ డోంట్ నో అవర్ ఈమెయిల్ ఐడి పాస్వర్డ్ ఐ నో వై డోంట్ గివ్ అస్ ద పాస్వర్డ్ గివ్ మీ ద పాస్వర్డ్ బట్ హౌ డూ యూ ఫీల్ ఐ మీన్ thinking back to the time when we were discussing about starting a podcast um and to see that we are already here and a lot has happened in these 22 weeks it's a very mixed feeling that i'm having right now it's very difficult to i'm it's not easy to explain hashtag it's not easy it's not easy for bogus mm-hmm. nothing is easy and mind you guys like this is very rare bogus hardly becomes emotional yeah uh, there are few rocks which can be more emotional than bogus mm-hmm. but i'm surprised that you're getting a little you know leaky nosy yeah i'm while just telling that speech i'm just happy and proud of the fact that we did start it as yeah. we discussed yep and we stuck to the timelines we never missed any week we every thursday every thursday without absolutely, fail absolutely absolutely there and, was an episode up and let me be very honest to everybody bogus with a stone on my heart mm-hmm. i give a lot of credit to you that's redundant stone on your heart is like stone on stone yeah but whatever right. it's like basically you are my heart okay which is so unromantic but yeah. but no i give a lot of credit to you all those you. long nights that you put in mm-hmm. uh i know i could have been of more help than what i was no no but that was intentional nonsense i don't nonsense. want to be of any help uh to you at least okay but uh 22 weeks yeah 22 weeks i mean yeah we came we recorded we bored people yep and now we've conquered the first season yeah it's uh where like how things change mm. and the best part we did it in a time where everything was against us yeah which i think is a feather in our cap we should like pat on our backs shabba mama shabba for sure for sure right uh, so many difficulties you know every time we had to like come together to record this police people were behind us mm. on the roads mm. we had to fake our identities as like hospital healthcare workers yeah, some trivial nonsense about illegal activities and stuff I like, mean, like w- these I don't know where that came from you want to be like well, come on like where did that even come from yeah illegal activities like just to go from one place to another right come on we've heard quite a bit from some of you um i still maintain that we haven't heard from all of you that have been listening to this podcast let's put it the other way around regularly we've heard some people yeah but mostly we heard silence <laughs> yeah mostly we heard silence <laughs> like which is great guys but you know a little encouragement wouldn't hurt i know we are like not too charming but yeah we're, we're also too humble we're yeah, extremely we humble humility yeah yeah and uh, it it's been gratifying to see uh, some people regularly turn in week over week uh, we want to thank those people for listening to our episode and not just from india from the Across. entire world and uh, some of the feedback that we heard of course was on the episode length uh, that sometimes our episodes may tend to get a little bit just about just 70 80 bit. minutes yeah, that's, that's it. it i mean what are you doing otherwise also mm. right mm. 70 80 minutes in a week is yeah. like what 10 minutes a day 
Right, and there's no no one no one's holding a gun to anyone's yeah. head saying if you start listening to it, you have to finish it. Yeah, but having said city. that, my learning is: yeah. do you? I just realized that there are so many podcast experts mm-hmm. out there, right, uh, who are kind enough to come up to us and say, like, you know what you guys should do mm. now that you're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I for some time felt like Sachin. Yeah, you know, everybody was giving advice to Sachin when he had the tennis elbow. Mm. It was just like that. Like all these guys mm-hmm. who were so kind enough to come and tell, dude, you know, but they're too long. Mm. You know, um, I got, I kind of think you should like keep it shorter. Wow! And what a humble that. and modest comparison to make, bro. Which is Sachin Tendulkar in yeah. one shot. Yeah. Right. Aim for the sky, bogus. Mm. Always aim for the sky. Right. You know why we are not the number one podcast yet? Because you don't aim for it. Of course, we are the number one podcast in the world in some sense. Yeah, obvious. Star mark conditions apply. Yeah, we are the number one podcast with all the podcasts that are named Thigh Gap. Exactly. Bingo. In the universe. Yeah, so for all of you guys uh, who shared that feedback with us, first of all, thank you for sharing yeah, some so feedback with us. Thank you. Um, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Some episodes do tend to get long, but we do make the effort <laughs> to cut off all the waste as much as we can. And we just try to see if whatever we have in the episode is relevant to the topic or not. And if it is still relevant and if it's going 90 minutes or 70 minutes, honestly, Bruton, I don't care because yeah. it is yeah. relevant. Uh, we always try to remove irrelevant stuff uh, from the episode. Um, if you don't know, some episodes recordings went up to four or five hours long, actually. And we ended up cutting those down to like an hour or so. So that's always going to be our goal, which is to no, keep it bogus. relevant. You're telling it as if a textbook answer. It's not a textbook answer. I'm talking well, to people. Just stop doing that. Stop talking to talk, our listeners. Talk to me. No, I'm not talking to Speak to me. I've talked to you enough. 22 episodes. I'm sick of it. No, bogus. What I'm trying to say is... Yeah. We try to do the best, first of all. Of course. Right? Yeah. Now, what can we do if we have so much to share? I know, right? It's a problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's We are just like that, you know, Rajdhani Hotel, mm. where they keep serving you even if you're full. Yeah. We are that kind of people. We are hospitable podcasters. Extremely, yeah. Who want to just share our knowledge. We want to, yeah. Now, having said that, mm-hmm. sometimes you have too much to share. Yes, that's true. And we have only so much of a plate to serve it on. Exactly. So what do we do? We ask them to come back next day. Exactly. And yeah. we make a part two out of it. Yep. Right? Which So that they don't have to sit for like long hours. Yeah. yeah. Listening to only one episode. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, the likes basically. Spend a lot of time on one thing. Yeah. But we try to accommodate as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the decision to make two episodes or two parts mm-hmm. i think started off with which episode um with measure of man no humor start humor. off with humor yeah yeah for a guy who's in the podcast you should remember these things mm. because because these are important stuff like humor there was so much we wanted to cover right and even after making two episodes two parters we still have so much to share yeah Right. And yeah. we still are like, oh, maybe we'll get back to this or oh, whoa, whatever. Yeah. There's no final answers to some of the most important topics in life. Yeah. There are always open ended questions and you keep learning as you keep growing. So it makes sense to come back and revisit them sometimes. 
We should also. Yeah, we should. Because you, it's like a book. You know, have you ever read a book twice? Yeah. And the second time you read the book, you are like, I didn't find this in the first time I read it. Exactly. Like it's so different. Yeah. And that's how it is. Like you go through a topic or happens with movies as well. Happens with movies also. Like, yeah. Oh, this is what it is or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But with movies, it's more like you know the this thing. Like it's too much on your face. It never happened with me. No, I'm movies. talking about some of the great movies where there's so much packed and so much subtlety is packed. Oh yeah, it. yeah. You kind of feel. Oh, this is where he did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Next yeah. time you come back, you're like, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, it happens with movies also. Yeah. You and your bloody movies. I'm talking so intelligent stuff here mm-hmm. about books and all. Mm-hmm. You are like, whoa, we watch movies. You want to watch the Student of the Year? Blah. Whoa. Well, they're all different art forms, you know, like movies. Um, cannot come close to books in some respects but at the same time books books also, are the best shut up books are the best no, if you not read also cannot offer what the best movies can no but there is only so many best movies but there are yeah. so many best movies. yeah that's true right yeah and it's with a book it's almost with every book even mm, with a book no. that you hate which is a book that you hated reading oh god there's a book called confessions of a ceo by A.G. Krishnamurthy. Uh-huh. And this is the guy who started off uh, the Mudra Advertising Agency. Oh. Uh-huh. And he wrote this book, and I'm using air quotes. Basically, it was a pamphlet. <laughs> of uh, Mudra Advertising Agency. The font size was, I don't know, 18 or 20. <laughs> and the gap between each lines, you could <laughs> drive like, a car through. It's like, maybe he was an engineer. He's like, you know, how you fill up answer sheets yeah. just to so that you look like you gave a lot of answers. But... I remember my father had bought this for me when I was uh, still a student and I was telling him that advertising interested me. Of course, it interested me for different reasons, huh. but he bought me this book and I was like, cool. You know, I, it's one of the, the first indigenous advertising yeah, agencies yeah. in India and it has done a lot. Uh, so they also have MICA, which is the B school right. uh, for that uh, field of work. So I was like, I want to read this. And Surprisingly, I got through it very quickly because of the <laughs> aforementioned uh, yeah. reasons. Excessive font size. But the lack of Conviction substance in, yeah. <laughs> in that book, that was the first time, Brute, I realized yeah. that nothing can be as disgusting <laughs> as reading a bad book. It's like eating a bad curry. Even more than Even that, more. I would yeah, Because it kind of screws up with your intellect, right? Yeah, it was like... like this is what I'm supposed to get. This is all the, there and, is. And also because in today's day and age, right? Reading a book itself is a, a time investment that you have to make. Yeah. It is not the easiest habit for most people. Yeah. So in that scenario with so much attention deficit, uh, this thing going on. Yeah. You still take out time and you read a book and then you. It disappoints and, you to your oh soul. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. The level of bile and disgust I had <laughs> after reading that book, I cannot describe. The first time I've heard somebody say bile for representing disgust. You can see how much it yeah, had yeah, an effect on me. It scarred you. It scarred me and yeah. that, that's when I how realized... Long, how long was it before you picked up another book after that? It was a long time. Right? Yeah. yeah. It was that happens time. to me. That happened to me also. What What is one book that you hated, bro? So unfortunately, right, I was always kind of suggested good books because I got very okay. good readers around me. Right. But then... I broke that cycle mm-hmm. so to experiment in my college mm-hmm. once I reached my college. Right. And um, and there was a guy, there was, there was a person mm. and 
I will not even reveal whether it's a guy or a girl because then they'll judge. So you she already said it. guy, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it was actually a girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who basically suggested me? She didn't even suggest. She kind of gave it to me. She got to know. We got to know. Like we were first year of college, right. and we we're like, "Oh, what's your hobby? What's your hobby?" Getting kind to know each other. Yeah, yeah. And got to know that this person is a good reader, mm. right? Mm. And you know, army background, oh, okay. etc., etc. Okay. So you kind of vouch for them, yeah. right? Like, oh. Good readers. Yeah. So there's a certain stereotype I went by. Yeah. And she she handed over me these two books. Mm. Uh, one of them was Five Point Someone. Oh ho ho ho. And uh, mm. the other one was the monk mm. the monk who mm. sold the Ferrari. Oh my God. And uh, I was never into Indian writers. Right. So this is this was my problem. I won't blame her. Uh, but what has happened was. But she did shatter the stereotype for you. Yeah, that one. Yes, <laughs> yeah. she did. The yeah. next time somebody came to me and like, uh, I'm a voracious reader um, because you know I went to all these places, blah blah blah. I'm like, right. shut up. But uh, yeah, I've I've I I came from a background of you know James Hadley Chase, mm. like you know your Agatha Christie's. Mm. I've already was done with those Iron Rands and mm. uh, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so by the time I came. I think I should have read these books probably back in school. Yeah, you know, I kind of like outgrew that that kind of absolutely. Thing. Yeah, the problem that I first of all the problem with uh, like the monk who sold his Ferrari. Yeah, was too much of bullshit according to me. Oh my god, uh, there was too much of idealistic scenario, and that was because I already read Fountainheads and Atlas Shrugged and all mm. of Ayn Rand, and I kind of knew where that philosophy was kind of coming from. Uh, Have, had you, had you read any JK books by then, Jyoti Krishnamurti, or did that come later? No, no, that JK. I so so JK. I started when did I go to? Uh, it's from around my eighth grade. Is when I was reading. JK. So you were already done. I with, was already done with so a no substantial wonder. amount of uh, you know willpower development. All the books that you get at Ramakrishna Mart basically. So for like twenty thirty bucks. Oh my god! Uh, not even that. Back then it was like five bucks, six bucks, right? So I saw the stark difference of that's yeah. when I kind of my exposure to oh no, westerners are kind of like no wonder yeah I kind of saw like why does this sell so much yeah and by the way I risked it a little further oh okay by reading Alchemist after that oh and I didn't I read like, that oh, one no <laughs> good thing like yeah, yeah, good yeah. job uh, but anyways that was philosophical or like personality development mm. and I I don't blame her because I kind of came from a different school of thought mm. uh from a different set of background blah 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 so you know I in turn suggested her that you know what all this is kind <laughs> of like I think I know where it comes from yeah. and we shouldn't be too wowed about it yeah so the the next suggestion was five point someone and which was at that point making a lot of rounds oh, like yeah. this Indian author yeah, yeah. wrote this awesome book about IIT blah 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 mm. Very bad storytelling, man. <laughs> like, like, I genuinely, I mean, nothing against him. Yeah. I, it's just like a very subjective opinion. I would still not stop anybody to go and read it because... Of course, yeah, it's a free you market. You need to taste yeah. it, right? You need to taste to know what your taste is. Yeah. So, but for me, again, I came, like I was telling, I was coming from the history of these European authors. Right. Right. I I was coming from guys like Ayn like Rand's, your... Uh, Anton Chekhov, mm. you know all those you know, laurels, laureates. What do you call them? Laureates. 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 Yes, laureates. But I don't think that's the right word. Like like noble laureates of literature or whatever, right? The the big shots of you right, know, right. English, the Western classic literature. authors, yeah, the classical authors. 
I still wasn't at Dostoevsky then. Right. Uh, I was. I. I kind of. I think it's just after this is when I kind of migrated to or or upped my ante to Tolstoy's and Dostoevsky's and mm. Kafka's and all. But I did do the elementary reading because those were the books which were lying around at my place. Yeah. So so when you compare the storytelling skill, and I'll tell you the major influence was Chase, mm. James Hadley Chase. My father is a huge fan. Mm. My mother read a lot of his books. Like literally, we had about like he he wrote about seventy three short story novels. Mm-hmm. We had about like thirty at home. Okay. Right. So I was already done with them. Mm. Right. And he for even today, even after reading so many stories, right. A uh, lot of people say Shekhov is one of the best short story writers. Mm-hmm. in india we have uh, rabindranath tagore who's mm-hmm. you know one of the top uh, but for me the best storyteller mm. like in a very concise manner is chase okay like you can just pick up any of his book and just make a movie out of it mm. it's like it's a ready made sc- screenplay kind of thing right so when i read that and then i started reading this side uh it was dude it was day and night and yeah. that i still like i i get what you say where you feel scarred that yeah. you almost feel cheated yeah like, cheated is yeah. a good word yeah <laughs> it's like this is what people like like this is what i'm supposed to like yeah but uh, but hey you know readers you know it's just like food everybody has their own taste but so yeah. Yeah. people like their own thing because even with the recent one uh, the whole uh, you know the trilo- trilogy the shiva trilogy the yeah, yeah, yeah. party yeah not not i mean like Yeah, I'm. I haven't read not those, but impressed. I'm not liking this trend of uh, current trend of writers writing their books like screenplays already, anticipating that Bollywood would pick it up. I'm not sure I like that. And no, I, I don't heard, think Five Point Someone was like. No, that. not he did. He started doing that after that. Uh, I haven't read one of them also. I've read one I read Call Center after that. Okay. I was like, why am I even doing this to myself? This is But the Kai Poche book. Two states. Yeah, yeah, that's the I, one he started. No, no, with. one hundred call center was called Hello, made by Salman Khan or something. Yeah, yeah. a horrible movie. Yeah, but uh, uh, Kai Poche was, I think, uh, two states or something. Two like states that? is two states. Okay. Uh, uh, five point someone is three idiots. There was another book he had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't remember. Anyways, I don't know that. But uh, I read one night at call center and five point someone. After that, I didn't. quite read and i'll tell you the funny part mm-hmm. i still remember this what kind of helped me survive through that phase was kaitrana okay. khaled hosein's kaitrana right right the beauty of his writing unfortunately i didn't like his other book which is 10000 splendid sons mm-hmm. uh but kaitrana was dude there was a book that brought me closest to crying mm-hmm. in the end for you so there's this film i don't know if you've read it i've watched the movie i've not read the oh, book oh you should read the book mm-hmm. you should like So basically, the the lead, the aspirational character, yeah, and then the protagonist through who writes, who narrates the story, right. So he goes back to save his son mm-hmm. because he's done some injustice to the main guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. His son turns out to be exactly like his father, right? Right? Who the protagonist, the narrator betrayed. Mm-hmm. So he ends it as a as as a way of repaying it back to, you know, his his lost friend, right. So this guy always keeps saying for you a thousand times over, and he ends the book with that, while running behind a kite to bring it to his this kid. Mm. Or do the way he kind of writes that piece of right. you know that whole scene, I think that is the closest that I 
got to crying reading a book i'm okay. generally you kind of are a little indifferent right you're watching it as a third person or mm. you don't really get involved mm-hmm. but uh, or kite runner is one such book which is like beautifully written very simple english packs a lot of emotion i don't know how he managed to do that yeah but for me by the time i got to five point someone i had already read indian bloggers that had wrote more better blog yeah, posts yeah blogging was coming up really yeah, big at that point yeah at that point of time there was yeah. a lot of indian bloggers that were really good at what they were doing yeah uh, but coming back to the length of our episodes <laughs> yeah, that we were talking is, about this is exactly why <laughs> yeah <laughs> like why we kind of so, have long episodes we just wanted you guys to know we hear your feedback we accept it the customer the listener is always king you know so we are definitely going to cut smaller clips from our podcast and we're going to be putting them up on our youtube channel which is uh, by the way thigh gap please go it's ahead it's not s- by the way thigh gap yeah, yeah the name of the youtube channel is thigh gap yeah so please go ahead and well i think the podcast has a different channel right i don't know <laughs> yeah so i don't know you can find us on youtube if you search for thigh gap there should be another channel called thigh gap podcast as well that's the channel we'll be uploading the small or the short clips to you can go ahead and subscribe right away and uh, you know you'll get notified whenever we put them up yep and click the bell icon yeah as they say please click the bell icon ghanti bajao please yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was the most challenging thing while recording this podcast for me and this is genuinely i'm asking this so that i know right what was the difficult parts for me uh, while recording the challenging aspect of it was how do we stick to topic and how do we ensure that we are covering everything that we want to cover in that particular topic and still keep it relatively uh, with an acceptable length and that was during recording and after recording when it came to editing and post production um it is to kind of remove uh, improve the sound quality remove the background noise etc which we will be using the uh, the vacation time now to kind of improve hone our skills yeah to hone our skills and uh, to improve our production quality as well yeah um and also to improve and learn on other things so that we can bring some new things yeah, to this yeah other things like uh, expressing bogus is going to uh, enroll himself in a workshop mm-hmm. so the first season was predominantly about spoken english so for the next season uh Bogus is going to train on his face muscles. So we have consulted few gyms uh-huh. where they can help him relax or kind of activate his face muscles so he can give more expressions. Yeah, quite some work for me to do, but for Brute there's not much because we're just going yeah. to tie him to a post. Yeah. And we're going to keep this brace around his mouth which yeah, makes I'm... sure uh, that it does not open. And he can just say mm mhm mhm to whatever points I'm adding. that'll be a huge improvement guys i'm sure you agree right to us if you agree nobody agrees to this book stop <laughs> doing this self stop doing that what is that mudra or ad agency's uh, oh, ceo's book oh god stop writing pamphlets in 18 font size don't insult me back with my own pain <laughs> that's not that's not cool um but yeah uh, it was great that we had guests on our podcast that's not something bruton i had planned on yeah it's not something we expected once again shout out to lost adamus and yep. kartum yep for proactively showing interest in being a part of our conversation we regret our decision to allow them <laughs> 
from the bottom of our heart right but uh, nevertheless you know you, you can't erase your past you do mistakes you learn then you move on yeah so considering how you know yeah careless and un- unforgiving we both are mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. me and bogus mm-hmm. i think we're going to have more guests next season oh yeah and it's kind of a small regret for me that in these 22 episodes we could not bring in more guests because once we started having them uh we really liked how it was how they were going those episodes so what you again, have to tell the reason why we didn't have more guests well it was not possible it's just we couldn't no, no, we had no. difficulty working around stop, our schedule itself stop stop covering up your tracks people reached out to bogus saying that hey bogus we want to be with you on your podcast mhm that was bogus reply and people thought he is not comfortable and they said okay it's okay we are sorry to have asked no these are all <laughs> lies these are all lies people don't believe back. this man uh, anyone who's interested please reach out to us we are more than happy to have you as a guest on our podcast and uh, like i said we wish we could have had more but definitely next season we will uh, plan to include that into our season we already have a few yep. people who have expressed interest yep, but yep i'd like to uh, thank uh, again from my part uh, lostradamus and kartum for joining us on our podcast episodes yeah now bro i have a question for you aha uh-huh. shoot of all the 22 episodes that we've done yep could you do like a small recapish kind of thing and also tell us share with us what some of your favorite bits were or uh, favorite moments were from the podcast so far uh 22 episodes you're 21 technically but uh this definitely is not one of my favorite episode because it's a finale i bad yeah. with goodbyes bittersweet or, yeah it's bittersweet but uh one of the favorite bits which is not online like which is not in the podcast okay but was the point when we reached 1000 downloads that was like that gave a lot of kick to me oh yeah uh that kind of kind of you know all the cliche yeah. we instill the belief that we are doing we are going in the right direction and yeah. all that uh every time somebody genuinely reached out uh and said hey we've heard your podcast and this is how we felt and even if it is a complaint i was really really happy about it because you know yeah, it's communication is feedback, that they were, yeah they were listening to us and they care yeah, about yeah. what we want to put out there uh there are so many other bits during the episode uh episode recordings that we did i think uh one thing that we definitely i definitely mm-hmm. for sure uh kind of enjoyed the most mm-hmm. was every time we disagreed you know right. with all the preparation that we did but when it came to the d day mm. there is this instinctive disagreement that we would put out yeah and uh, that gave that always led to a good conversation that always led to a provocative conversation in fact where we were challenged to like give a honest opinion unlike mm. a scripted one mm. i think that is the biggest thing that i love about our conversations mm-hmm. is we cannot stick to a script yeah and i agree with that uh and uh, also my favorite uh bits so far were i like the humor episodes I liked uh, the Measure of Man episodes. Oh, you are asking me to like tell episode names? No, no, I'm just saying you it's it was a free form kind of question. Um 
I also liked uh, role models a lot. I liked uh, what we did with the marriage episode uh, because we were not really at a strong uh, that was position. That was not a forte. Yeah, going That's into what that you topic. To say. But I liked what ended up uh, in the end. Uh, I like the goodness and greatness also. I think. Oh yeah, Lost Adamus. Yeah, I loved how Lost Adamus actually contributed, and he made the episode look good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were hearing it during the re- editing, it mm. was so difficult for us to actually cut out a chunk. Yeah. Because I mean, Lost Adamus actually added that much of value to what we were talking about, mm. and he was a natural dude. Like I thought, he was a natural at at that. Yeah, yeah. He hardly had any preparation. just jumped right into it yeah he just just he used he was using a shitty mic but yeah. still came out good came out really well yeah and uh, cause for celebration uh, for us last brute mentioned we recently crossed 1000 downloads guys your claps cheers all around and but that was a kicker moment yeah and it's not not just that not just the number but the more gratifying aspect uh, for us was to see how many places in the world we had conquered or penetrated <laughs> so to speak uh we have covered pretty much all the continents brute so far except for south america and i just want to say south america que pasa if they are not listening how will you tell tell their neighbors north america tell it to your neighbors yeah ask them also to listen to us what's going on mexico yeah. argentina <laughs> bolivia peru what are you guys doing come on brazil brazil La 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 la. Why are you guys la, 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 staying la, la, la. away from this goodness called the Tiger Podcast? Come on, Brazil. So yeah, we have pretty yeah. much covered all the continents and nineteen countries so far, bro. Yep, nineteen. That's a big number. It's a big number for two bun- two guys from Hyderabad, absolutely unknown, who are completely unknown and had no yeah. expectations coming into this. Yeah. Uh, the number of cities, of course, we don't have a count. Uh, too many. Too many. Yeah. You you know what was a one of my favorite bits one of my favorite bits was that the tra- the railway station introduction. Yes. I think I love that bit. I I mean again huge credit to you the way you edited it. Mm-hmm. Uh huge credit to me. Yes. Yeah, huge like oh my god that whole 3 minutes that you spent on editing. But uh, I think that is one of one of my favorite bits the way it came out. Yeah. uh and what it was exactly like how we kind of thought about it yeah yeah i think that was a fantastic bit i liked uh, uh all the intros that we did early in the early chunk of our yeah, season when we had time when we had the time yeah. Yeah. unfortunately it got busier later yeah but yeah. Uh, you know the usual cook breakfast wash vessels covid yeah. but those intros were fun yeah those intros were really fun like even to like even the part where we were thinking about it like concept conceptualizing it yeah yeah uh that was i think that again is something that i really enjoyed doing and sometime next season we hope to do an episode long of all that intro all style. intros just intros all we are going to do is thigh gap subscribe and share yeah and if you still don't subscribe after that yeah. <laughs> whose fault is it and uh, the quite a lot of i i really liked i i really liked uh, you know the recent ones also mm. uh, uh i think writing on the wall was yeah. one of the things i thought like i would not be able to pull off to be honest mm-hmm. because there's there's hardly anything to it right right I, in a sense yeah right? yeah but i thought i really liked that episode yeah, i, I really love listening to that episode it's so smooth uh 
we we could pack so much with it yeah uh, and major of man again is also one of my favorites humor is one of my favorites yeah i don't know if you like it or not but um the one about cyrus and oh yeah and great expectations great expectations yeah. was a very good episode uh role models oh dude i i mean like see i like most of almost all the episodes <laughs> like i or ob- because obviously it's like you know every crow likes its own kids yeah. types yeah but uh, the one thing that i really like uh, i mean i i my favorite episode if you ask me mm. is the one that people like the most which is which is i think there's a tie between great exp- the goodness and greatness and uh, motivation oh okay curb your motivation curb yeah. your motivation that was a good one that was a very good one because it kind of even made me think that yeah like how much can you be motivated like yeah that was an insight for me while we were recording the episode yeah, like yeah. for me also i had the same thing oh yeah you're <laughs> not supposed to stick around yeah. this it's like and no one is saying shouldn't that. be motivated and yeah. hardly anyone is calling them yeah out. you should like call it out everyone is busy trying to monetize motivation itself so was inspiration even inspiration yeah. was very tricky because to be honest i was never I mean it's so difficult for me to like go back and think like how many times was I inspired to do something yeah right yeah yeah inspiration comes but like did I act on it yeah. you know so so yeah they are all I the thing that I think which we were successful in doing mm-hmm. um also taking in the feedbacks that we got was the fact that we executed what we wanted to do yeah. which was to provoke a certain kind of like you know thinking Like, and also to talk about things that usually we ourselves never found people openly openly talking about yeah. or going deep into these things right right they're always kind of left a little bit vague and yeah. formless yeah oh wealth is another good episode oh yeah yeah wealth was a fantastic episode uh which is uh the um, human trials number 5 human five. trials 5 yeah. yeah and human trials number 7 was probably the most fun i've had Yeah, while recording, recording. While recording the Let episode. us give you a little background for Human Trial 7. Mm-hmm. Uh basically before we started recording that episode, mm-hmm. right? It was very late in the night. We both had a long day at work. Yeah. And it was almost like we were dispersing that night. Yeah. We almost were like at the wake at the car like we going our ways yeah let's not do it today yeah it was like we are wrapping up the day almost and for some reason we decided like okay let's see what comes out of like a recording of tiredness yeah and it actually like it went the other way yeah (laughs) Yeah. it was so much on the t it was something that kind of surprised both of us that it it came out the best joke was manmohan singh's joke oh yeah yeah what would be manmohan singh called at home like his he'll be called manu but also i enjoyed how well we played with music in yeah, that episode yeah uh it i felt that it came off really well and yeah. at least not something that i get to hear in podcasts that i listen to usually yeah um but brute as if you look at it from an end user perspective yeah. like people who are listening to the podcast mm-hmm. where or who do you think can get the most value uh or who is it more apt for rather than others you want me to like break it down like a proper business analyst like oh this is the demographics so we are targeting no, no 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 or like just like my take your take okay my take basically is 
I think anybody who's feeling too lonely, mm-hmm. like you know, if somebody is feeling too lonely, because it happens to me sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. when you're going to work, mm-hmm. or or when you're at work, sometimes you know, it, life like a normal routine day becomes a very lonely place. Yeah, right. So all we, all I intend from my side, I'm not going to speak on your behalf, mm-hmm. but what all that I want to do through the podcast. is give a little company to someone right. who's who's feeling lonely and not just give a company but also kind of make him think on on a on, you know on <clears throat> on things that he would otherwise not really you know who he or she wouldn't bother thinking about right because you are so tied up yeah like you're so tied up on a day to day basis about so many things your work your personal life then you have this covid mm. and then you have like the government to worry about yeah then there is floods in hyderabad now mm. you know this climatic change this is, there's already so much to think about yeah that it is only natural that you overlook out on certain things which are probably more important more to important. you yeah. than you know the external factors yeah so the intention when we thought of the podcast also was all we wanted to do was instigate we are no too big successful people or like philosophers philosophers right but we are just too really deeply thinking guys and can we make other people do that right we because we are looking out for answers as much as they are yeah you know so just to create that communication just to create a channel of conversation where we are having a chat about what we think about and what we hold dearly to us and put it out there and see how people what what take do people have about it yeah so and, yeah go ahead stop doing this in the finale I, also I like every single time don't think bogus all through 21 episodes i've uh-huh. always been telling you don't think okay right. when i'm thinking you don't think right and it is you who actually interrupts me way more than i interrupt. that is because you deserve to be interrupted yeah, the people right. are asking for it right everybody right. you know what people do when they're listening to our podcast brute please interrupt bogus he's going on and on right. and i'm like okay i hear you guys like, uh, let me uh, okay mm, telepathically okay, okay. this is all yeah, happening telepathically uh, okay. yeah and futuristically yeah <laughs> because we are recording we are pre recording our episodes so. yeah yeah but yeah you were saying now tell now that you've interrupted yeah it's a good point about loneliness that you brought up because i feel like it is the natural condition of our lives and it's not something you can anyone can escape yeah and it has to that's why be accepted and we probably will do an episode on this next season <laughs> yeah so because season 2 one of the episodes is going to be loneliness guys yeah because there's a distinction to be made about from uh, between being alone and being lonely ultimately we should be reaching a point where we are comfortable being alone and we are never lonely and uh, i think there's a subtlety there that goes unspoken of uh, again and that's a good reason why thaiga podcast should probably touch on yeah, that yeah and this is this is for everybody right yeah. i'm i'm and this is this is how i go about suggesting it to people also i'm not just sharing it to everybody and anybody mm-hmm. you know i i know a f- bunch of my friends who mm-hmm. kind of who would you know who don't mind that virtual company right. from someone right. so i suggest it to them and i say like hey you know what I know you're free. I, you know, if if it's okay, right? Listen to the episode. Yeah. What do you have to lose? Yeah. So, and in, in my own case, when I was in my early twenties, or you know, just done with my education, yeah, 
I wish I had mentors around. I wish I had people telling me some of these things uh, that could have saved me a lot of time and effort and pain. And I really hope that if there's someone in that age group who's just starting off after their education, they're about to get into the work field, the workforce, so to speak. These things, they are crucial or they're critical to know. And even if you don't agree with them, like Brute said, we just want to instigate, we want to be a catalyst. Yeah. Even if you disagree with them, at least you know where you stand. Yeah. So you know more about yourself as a result. Bogus made it sound like a huge personality development class, but that's not what it is. No, it's not what it just is. Like it's just kind of understanding of life. Spilling the beans. Yeah. Laying it out on the table. Yeah, you don't have to sell your Ferrari. Yeah. To For get all I can keep the Ferrari. Keep it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Bogus. Like mm. I get your point. I know. It's more like a directional thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like an implementational thing. Yeah. I get what you're saying when you said that, you know, for a guy who's like 20 years old. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of my friends mm-hmm. and very good friends of mine who lacked that, you know, who didn't have that directional, um, you know, force or guidance. Yeah. But at the same time, you see a lot of potential, right? <clears throat> you, a yeah, lot of like, potential. It's like talent untapped. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah. these guys were... Okay, this is, I don't know if it's a mythbuster or something. Mm. A lot of people who are coined to be introverts. Right. Right. Are the guys who are like ridiculously, you know, intelligent or like ridiculously talented. Mm. You know, I mean, I know I'm generalizing this. Yeah. But I'm speaking out of my experience. Okay. Right. All the people who who are extroverts and all, who mm. basically are kind of distorted, including myself. Like, you're into too many things, you're trying to do too many things, and the only thing that you are you look smarter is mm. because you're able to kind of perform multitasking. Right. Right, that's all. And you seem to be comfortable from the outset. But I feel extroverts are also more social, and there's a huge value to that. Yeah, yeah. Well. I mean, I mean, it has. I'm not. I'm not saying one is better than the other. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that my observation is a lot of people who are introverts, right, mm. are actually guys who give a lot of time to think about themselves, yeah. like invest time in themselves because they're not really comfortable socializing or they don't really appreciate a lot of chitter chatter around them. Don't get distracted. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they don't have too many distractions. They're yeah. very. They have a very simple routine. And when you get close to these guys and talk to them, right, you know that these guys have thought through a lot of things that you haven't thought about. Yeah. Right. And you feel bad that just because of that, they don't have a directional sense of where they have to go. Right. And all you try, you know, you only wish that, hey, dude, all you need is like, like, you know, just channelize this somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's all you were supposed to be told at some point. And you don't see that being told to them. Yeah, and I think the ultimate end goal is for introverts to flex a little bit towards extroversion and for extroverts mm. to flex a little bit towards Yeah, but you're talking about ideal scenario. Like, yeah, but you know. that should be the aim at least, I feel. Like, this is and they should be told that. Yeah, you know? like this is, my father p- told me this in a different way. Mm. What he told me uh, and which made a lot of sense much later on mm-hmm. is for a guy who is intelligent, you know, who's naturally kind of intelligent. Right. Has he? It's very important that he's underconfident. Yes, you know, uh, and he said for a guy who's not that intelligent, it's very important that he sh- he should be overconfident. Right. 
and the logic to it i i will leave it out to that uh out to people how they figure out the logic but right. i realized what he meant by that much later when i started working mm. when i started seeing that oh this is what helps somebody to perform yeah. and this is what helps somebody to perform well and still be grounded like not be carried away yeah. you know yeah so i get what you're saying like in in the similar context yes yeah. like an extrovert should kind of tilt towards okay why well, you know what at some point i don't want to spend too much time with people i don't need people all yeah, the time yeah and for an introvert he should dedicate some around. time to like yeah you know what i i do want to go amongst people and see what they think about it yeah so yeah you should always have like both sides of the you should always see both sides of the coin try to reach that balance yeah basically um so what do you think our dear listeners brood can expect or look forward to in season 2 of the thai gap podcast first and foremost i'm very happy you asked that question of course because uh, since the beginning of this recording this was the question i was waiting for as to what is in the next uh, season 2 mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. what can anybody expect out of this is very clear more silence from bogus okay season 2 also bogus will be very silent uh, brute has to do all the talking especially when it comes to sensible things if that is not what you want guys oh. please write to us and let us know right away yeah whatever it is that you want or don't want you don't want season 2 also means right yes first thing is right <laughs> yes okay it will save us a lot of time yeah <laughs> then we will know whether it should be 9 weeks or 90 weeks exactly what how long we should plan our our vacation yes yes uh yeah so yeah next thing about uh, next season that is uh, the climatic change mm mm-hmm. is uh, because similar to nature mother uh, you know the mother nature yes. sita's mother mata nature yes yeah uh, we also will have different uh, feel about uh, the next season mm. in the next season mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah and uh, like i said better production quality and when did you like you said that i said that before when you were talking about like we talked about this earlier but better production quality and hopefully i personally want to do what we did in human trials number 7 which is can we work with music there is of course a little bit of challenge with copyright uh, when it comes to that yeah part. why not ask them only anybody who are musicians who are listeners to us yes give music yeah if you want your music to be showcased in the thigh podcast and um uh, if you want to open the doors for collaboration yeah why not sir why not why not why don't you you know the relationship between a podcast listener and a mm. podcast uh, speaker mm-hmm. should be like that of neighbors i give you card means you give me uh, sugar, sugar. Yes. yeah so similar you give us music then you can hear it on our own episode yeah you give we'll some... give you that also that what you do you call some... in kirana store they give you no after buying art a that uh, jam if they don't have change they give you one toffee no no what's that i don't have money only means what will they give if you don't have money yeah i'll say hey i'll take all this i'll pay later means what ah. will that give they give us no they written in big words oh not available oh yeah 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 what is that one out of stock no you idiot this cord people call sir do you want this what cord? the hell are you talking about oh if the people will give us music means uh-huh. we'll give them that one no that you swipe in shopping malls uh every place and later credit on card. credit card yeah we'll give credit to you bah. for giving music oh 
imagine you can put it on your resume yeah exposure get a lot of exposure with a podcast that hardly anyone ever listens to which is a joke 19 joke. countries remember 19 countries uncountable cities uncountable dogs are also barking in agreement <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, no i i what i want to do is one for sure continue the entertainment yep to our listeners yep i would definitely want to flex my vocal muscles probably do learn a little more voices mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. you know give them a lot more flavor of mm-hmm. what all i can what all characters we can build probably yeah one other thing uh, i don't mind doing is you know do a segment of character character play oh role yeah role play oh yeah i would play. love to do radio skits yeah we probably will want to do radio skits guys and uh, once again if you have idea see we want to make it a very collaborative season 2 yep so anybody wants to like collaborate on this like please feel free feel super free reach out to us yeah and coming back to coming down actually to our parcels i am also very happy personally with the parcels that we have shared so far in this in the 22 episodes that have gone by 21, 21. there's also going to be a parcel for this episode which is also great no we are not having parcel for this. yes we are because of floods the parcel section is closed it's only come and eat no no today it didn't not rain no it did not rain it so it rained yesterday day yes, before yesterday it rained yeah but not today um so watch please do check out those parcels guys and get back to us what you yeah. thought whether you liked it whether you did not like it and why and, and most importantly because mm-hmm. you're missing on this be very vocal about how boring bogus's parcel sections were like if you feel that he should cut down because of his own parcel section the episode used to always extend by about 25 30 minutes <laughs> so if you want to like have a more concise parcel section please 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 let us know we want a lot of this information guys i want to prove to bogus that he speaks a lot of nonsense in parcel he's all, not been listening to me basically all feedback is welcome and also if you do enjoy my parcel descriptions no your parcel descriptions are boring like your parcels are good mm-hmm. you know i mean let's be on let's, let's get into like a, what do you call lock horn okay okay horn lock what is it called whatever i got your meaning yeah ah. i'm saying your parcels are brilliant like 8 out of 10 parcels that you suggested i wouldn't watch them i forget forget about watching them i mm-hmm. don't even know them right so that's like great recommendation yeah like i'm being honest i'm being nice to you that's one of the goals and the other goal is because you wouldn't have heard of them can i give you enough reasons to pique your interest and check it out by you know, giving us a only, history lesson that's the only um intention behind that tell you, me this focus and be very honest with me sure is this how you impress women like you give them a history lesson about no like, like what is your way of impressing a girl you go the opposite way you don't with girls you hint history lessons and all that doesn't work right you have you've got to keep it crisp so if you have to like be romantic with a girl yeah right that's a totally different thing i'm not trying to be romantic so with our listeners right you take to a right? movie uh-huh. a japanese movie mm-hmm. made in 1932 mm-hmm. and then all through the movie you basically give the draw you know the backdrop of how the movie was made no. what the director was eating no. what the hero wore before he came in i mean the shot. if she is a movie buff then yes i would do that but if i did not know that about her i would not 
మోస్ట్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ టేక్ అవే లేడీస్ అండ్ జెంటిల్మెన్ ఇఫ్ యూ హ్యావ్ లేడీస్ డోంట్ బీ వెరీ లిబరల్ విత్ బోగస్ ఓకే బోగస్ విల్ బోర్ యూ యువర్ ఫాదర్ యువర్ గ్రాండ్ ఫాదర్ యువర్ నేబర్ దేర్ ఆంట్స్ అండ్ అంకుల్స్ ఇన్ ఎవ్రీబడి ఇన్ వన్ గో ఐ మీన్ లైక్ ఎస్ సెడ్ with everything brute says you don't have to just take it up with the, you know not with just even a pinch of salt don't fumble take the whole bottle take the whole salt factory basically and find out for yourself you know just find out for yourself don't go by what he says no no but genuinely speaking i always appreciated your past see not like your description that's, that's it no that's not it. your description that's all that's all that matters i always maintain i'm going this. to edit out all this part no you can't I will also have a copy. Please give uh-huh. me one copy, okay? Don't do this. Don't run away after the recording. I'm changing all the passwords. <laughs> <laughs> But um, what did you like about the parcel section? What excited you about the parcel section? Um, it would have excited me more if we heard back from people and saying, you know, oh, I like this movie or I hated this recommendation and the reasons why they either liked it or hated it. Unfortunately, we haven't really heard any feedback about a parcels in specific except yeah. for the fact that those were liked in general yeah. the parcels were liked but not really in depth feedback on i watched this movie and i agree with you about this or i disagree with you about that yeah. i was really looking forward to that and hopefully now um, we still have will have people who check these out and get back to us but apart from that it just the only thing i liked was that we were uh, throwing out a lot of value to folks who probably are getting distracted by things that are being made today uh, and that's what that that was about i was about to say that yeah very superficial right nowadays what they're making is I mean, not the, the whole exercise of researching for the parcel made me realize how beautiful movies were made back then oh yeah you know how meaningful they were how artistic they were yeah uh, and and all the details yeah it's yeah. not just about having a story plot and then having a very good looking uh, actress and a hero uh, not meaning, just that meaningful characters yeah, meaningful characters yeah. i mean believable and the taking most importantly mm-hmm. you know it they all made me realize once again that you don't need um, you know an extravagant set to like take a good movie yeah you know it can be done in a very realistic and the whole concept of realism in movies right yeah. especially the movies like uh, you know they call me trinity 310 to yuma right the western movies that you know what are they called spaghetti movies or something uh, spaghetti westerns spaghetti yeah. westerns yeah you know the kind of taking they had and also it gave me a chance to actually take some time aside to watch these movies all again yeah dance dances with the wolves yeah right uh you have oscar i have like bowfinger which are such entertaining movies yeah blade uh, runner blade runner The you biggest know, difference I see is nowadays movies they don't even give you a moment to breathe between edits. It's all very slick and it's all chuck 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 chuck. But back then they allowed a scene to breathe. You could take in all the details. They gave you that pause to like Yeah, yeah. To like kind of uh, analyze it yourself kind of yeah. thing. And we really hope uh, some of uh, our parcels were new to you and that you do check them out and you get back to us. Yeah, yeah even if you knew it watch it once again yeah it's important and that brings us finally to the final parcel of season 1 
Brute. Bogus. Why don't you go first, as always? The finale of season one, and obviously we are not going to change our traditions. Mm-hmm. I will be going first. Uh, my parcel for this season's last episode is a very, very interesting Tamil movie, which was later dubbed into Telugu also. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was acted by none other than the greatest Kamal Hassan. Kamal Hassan was the actor. Oh, yeah, the actor. The actor coming from South. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the name of the movie is Michael Madana Kamaraju. Wow. It is a story of fo- a quadruplets. Is that how you say it? Quadruplets? Quadruplets. Quadruplets. Mm. So the, it's a story of a quadruplets being separated at birth by you know, a particular person. Right. But one of them goes back to the biological father. Mm-hmm. And this person is like a multi-millionaire. Mm. Right. And his wealth is being eyed by uh, his younger brother and and his son. So, okay. so the movie starts off with an, an un, a successful murder of this person, the millionaire. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, the main, his son, who's the adopted son, Right. comes back and takes reins of the business. Uh, over, over this period of the movie, what mm-hmm. happens is all the four different... So, it's a quadruplets, right? So right. Kamal Hassan plays all four characters. Of course. And every character is is being adopted by someone or the other of different culture, different caste, different creed, and they all grow up to be different people. Mm. But as the movie goes on, one after the other, everybody gets in touch with each other and mm. all the four brothers get together and triumph over the evil. But the beauty of the movie is the movie just doesn't revolve around the quadruplets, mm. right? There are so many characters who add to the plot. Obviously, when there are four heroes, right. you need four heroines, right? Right. Now, when there are four heroines, then their family comes into picture. Yeah. Then, etc., etc., etc. So, the... It's a very, very hilarious movie. It's very amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me speak like uh, uh, a very normal, uh, a very normally educated guy. Mm-hmm. It's very, very much interesting movie. Okay. Uh, it's very much uh, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a very light movie. So you can watch it like on a lazy afternoon, on a weekend and enjoy it. If you don't understand Tamil, don't worry. The movie is also there in Telugu. Yeah. If you don't understand Telugu also, don't worry. YouTube will give you subtitles. Yep. And you can find this movie on YouTube. You can search for Michael Madana Kamaraju. It's a wonderful movie. Super hilarious. Good songs, by the way. Mm. Uh, the music director of the movie is none other than Ilai Raja. The so, one and only. The one and only. So you can expect some quality music mm. and some extremely hilarious scenarios. So please watch Michael Madana Kamaraja. Raju. It takes it takes me quite a while back because we were kids when this movie came out, right? Small kids. And it was such a blockbuster. Yeah. And uh, do you think this was the first time uh, or the first instance of Kamal Hassan playing multiple roles or... Is this where the itch started for him, or you know, was maybe, it there before maybe. as well? I'm, I'm not. Because I don't remember an older movie that Kamal Hassan did where he played more than one role. Uh he did like uh, the movie where there's one shot. Apuraja. Apuraja, yeah. Apuraja. I don't know if it came this, before right? or after. 
I think it. I think it came this. up before. I think so. Before maybe, I but, but he, I think he has done bunch of movies where he played like a double role. Mm, so, but okay. quadruplets, I'm not seeing this concept in itself. Right, where the four of the same character. Right, and in a movie from two to four to now he's gone to ten, fifteen, ten, fifteen, twenty. There, there might be. I mean, like. <laughs> Some off screen also he is only there like behind the camera light yeah. sound everything everything yeah but it's a come on he can take that chance I think he's at that stage of career where he can do whatever he wants to do he's proven himself enough yeah that is true that is true um so great uh call back to the classics one yes. of the classics yes by Bruce yes and bogus. My parcel for the season finale as well is a cult uh, classic movie made in 1988 by John Carpenter. Uh, it's a movie called They Live. And the movie stars Roddy Piper, who was a wrestler in the WWF. And uh, it's it was not very successful when it came out. Uh, I mean, it was at the one uh, number one spot for a while. But its real popularity really caught up after... Uh, long after the movie released it slowly became a cult hit because the movie was a commentary on anti-authority commercial uh, culture uh, subliminal messages in advertising so let me just give you a picture of the plot so the lead Roddy Piper is an unnamed uh, individual who comes to Los Angeles at the beginning of the movie to look for work and very soon he finds work in a construction company and so he is while he's working there he happens to come across a pair of sunglasses and he thinks i mean he doesn't suspect anything of them but these sunglasses are quite different because when he puts them on and he looks at uh the usual hoardings that you find in cities uh, advertising different products he gets to see through the bullshit and he sees the subliminal messaging immediately so before putting on the glasses a uh, hoarding might say enjoy this vacation or buy diamonds for your uh, fiance or something like that but even when he puts the glasses on all he sees on the board is obey consume reproduce and the same thing goes on in in supermarket stores so the glasses help him not only to see through subliminal messaging and advertising but he also sees through people because not everyone is as they seem some people are actually aliens in this movie and he gets to realize that the society in that movie the elite of that society are actually not even human but they are aliens wearing human skin and they're trying to control the environment and increase global warming so that they can get the climate uh climactic conditions suitable for them to take over finally and the story is this hero's struggle in going against these aliens because it's not just the aliens they also have regular people working for them either through bribery or blackmail or corruption and they find out that it is through the television signals that they're actually sending out these frequencies and uh brainwashing subliminal messaging to the people it's a great commentary on well you can say the present culture as well and it is um a great satirical uh, movie 
Is it a comedy movie? No. It is. I mean, it does have funny moments in it. Uh, one of the most classic lines uh, that Roddy Piper ad-libbed, it was not even in the script, mm-hmm. is, uh, I've come here to chew gum and kick ass and I've just run out of bubble gum. And then he proceeds to shoot with a shotgun. It's a it's an amazing movie. It has great moments, guys. They Live, 1988, John Carpenter. Be sure to check it out. Wow. The lengths that you can go mm. talking boring stuff without taking a break for breathing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. This is quite the They opposite live. of boring. They live and you just kill half of our listeners with that speech. Not allowing them to live. Bogus. Mm-hmm. Next season will change that. Let's see. Let's see what our listeners think uh, truly about all this stuff that you've been yapping about. I'm sure they don't agree. But let's see. I'm going to wait. I'm going to check our inbox to see if anyone's You shall it. see. Focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You shall see everything. So, Brute, for one last time. Yes. Of season one of the Thigh Gap podcast. What do we say? Thigh Gap Podcast. Subscribe. And share. And share. Mm-mm. Yay, yay. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow this podcast on Spotify to get notified of new episodes every Thursday. We're also on Apple Podcasts for those of you who have partaken in the forbidden fruit. If you liked what you heard, leave us a five-star rating and a comment. Say anything like the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. A rating and a comment really helps us out. It's free, and I'm told that's a great price. But enough about us, huh? Tell us about yourself. Leave us a comment. Our Twitter is at ThighGap, and we are underscore ThighGap on Instagram.